Hey, Dante, how you doing? Ah, fine, fine, fine. How are you getting this whole kind of slightly new normal thing of uh, pandemic living? But it's it just seems one day at a time at the minute. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, fine. You know, pretty good, pretty good. I like wearing masks for some reason. It's kind of, it's an unexpected side effect of the pandemic, but I quite like wearing a mask. Do you feel like a ninja, don't you? I mean, uh, I mean, playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima it made me feel like I was really blending in. Uh, I was playing Sleeping Dogs the other day, and I made my, sure my character wore a mask because you can do that over in, in Hong Kong. That was way before the pandemic. It was ahead yeah. of its time. Ahead of its exactly. time, I say. That's why they, they were so scared. They didn't make a sequel. But anyway, look, what I wanted to talk about today <laughs> was um, before we record the podcast. We're looking through our accounts, and we are still hemorrhaging cash on the podcast and the youtube channel i mean just hmm. bleeding we've had to shut the website down that's gone but we are still wow. you know, okay. we've got still got money coming out of our asses left right and bloody center Ooh, bl- bloody in the middle there what why yeah, is that definitely. why why are we losing so much i don't know i've been looking through the receipts and stuff i mean there are a lot of pre-orders for different platforms that have been paid to cd project red for collectors since the cyber spunk 2077 that i can see i mean I'm guessing they're fraud or something. I don't know. Maybe we should call the police. Yeah, yeah, fraud. No, no. I, I'll look into those. I'll look into those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right then. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, because there's 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 a lot of them. There's I've never. I don't think anyone could fit those in a house. But um, there is some money going towards the Trump re-election campaign. Is that is that you? Well, you know, you know that that Bannon dude is going to repay us the money he says he owes us. Or hasn't he been? Hasn't. Bannon been repressed for fraud. Has he? Shit. Um, okay, well, that's money gone, I guess, from the lost side of the profit and loss account. Bugger, bugger, um, bugger, bugger, bugger. Right. So we're going to have to do what most other podcasts and YouTubers are doing now. We're going to have to get one of those, you know, those those corporate sponsor things where, you know, you've seen the adverts at the start of videos or on podcasts where they, like, go... Like, oh, here's a short introduction. Yeah, a short, like the, the, the person reads out a sort of trailer mm, or something for, for a product, you know. The the, the 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 manscapey type stuff where they they trim their balls in front of you and make you really uncomfortable or or some kind of VPN software. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's something along those lines. It's some kind of subscription service or build a website, no. whatever that crap is. Yeah. So I've been putting the feelers out, um, mm-hmm. you know. But these guys, these guys seem to throw money to anyone. I've seen these kind of adverts all over the place. Yeah. So put the feelers out, and I think we can get in on that coin. Yeah. Okay, well, that sounds pretty I good. Mean, is, is there a yeah. catch in there somewhere? I don't know, I'm sure there must be a catch. They don't just give money for free, right? Well, I have worked out how to fudge our metrics a little bit to attract a sponsor that's probably a little bit outside of our means in terms of you know brand you know recognition and the size of our podcast. But um, but I had a quick look over the contract. Um, I forged your signature on it, so we're good there. All we need to do in this pre-credit sort of credit sort of side before we go into the theme tune is just get you to read out um this pre-prepared advert that that they the company not us they have put together and that sweet cashback comes rolling in just because of how freaking awesome we are okay that that sounds reasonable okay so so do, do you're gonna give me a script on this one of course, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've emailed you the script now, yeah, oh, so yeah. it should be, yeah. Ding, ding. Coming there. Um, now, this is the kind of thing, what, the brief they've given us is they want a really kind of commanding voice. And you know how my voice grates quite a lot on people? Oh, especially me. You know, it's, yeah, it's a common complaint, you know, it's, um, you know I understand that. Mm. So I just think that oh. you should do this one solo. Um, and if you, when you're ready, just get, get got the script ahead of you, just, just kick it in. I'll put some jaunty kind of like, you know, uh what do you call it you know kind of yeah jaunty or trendy kind of jingly you know, upbeat pop. kind of uh yeah the everyday you know go I mean? lucky like breezy breezy yeah breezy some breezy music <laughs> in the background just to show that it's like yeah like hey we don't care it's brand uh, and then um yeah and then it'll just it'll just sound really good we've got it done okay, we've got okay, it done before right, we get right. a podcast it doesn't compromise us and yeah so um I yes, like the part so, about it not compromising us. So let, let let me get this script up, and I, I'll I'll just read. Let's just get this out of the way, and then we can we can collect our money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'll I'll do the recording and stuff in the mix, and you just you just go for it. Okay, you ready? <coughs> okay. Yeah. Let's let's go for it. Yeah. Go, go, go. Hey, insert podcast. No. Hey, uh, the Jambags Gaming Podcast listeners, we're all gamers, right? We know that gaming is an elite sport year. 
Whether you're playing the latest online multiplayer or just sitting on your own in the dark trying to beat that high score. High score? Is this from the 80s or something? Ugh. Shut up and read it. <clears throat> With being an elite sportsman or lady, like we are, sort of, you have to recognize that gaming is not without its risks to the body. Take piles, for instance, or hemorrhoids. Or if you want their, ne their medical name, they are... Piles? What is this? Oh, this, this is good stuff. Don't say, keep it going, keep it going, keep running, keep running. <sighs> oh. <clears throat> anyway, I know I do. Massive big grapes hanging from my anal cavity, just aggravated every time I sit down and play The Witcher 3 or Assassin's Creed Odyssey on my Xbox One S in my front room. Rudy, this is oddly specific. Did you write this? No, no, no. They are just big fans of the show, yeah. They, they know your gaming habits. They've done their research. Come on, come on, come on. Carry on, carry on. I don't know. This seems to be about me having piles. We need the cash. We need the cash. Think about all the fraud. Oh, okay, come on. All right. Okay, so when I'm sitting playing through those games or just working on a new podcast episode with my awesome co-host, Rudy, who definitely doesn't have piles, sometimes these nasty piles hurt so bad and I have to sit on some ice or soft rubber cushion. But not anymore! Welcome to the new gaming edition of Anusol Pile Cream for your arse. Especially endorsed by me, Dante Rodriguez. With my personal guarantee that it works. Rudy, are you f***ing kidding? Did you write this? I had a limited amount of creative input, I'll be honest. But it was just to personalise it for our listeners, because they know who you are, they like you, they know your stuff. It's fine, <sighs> it's going well. All right, but there's better not be any more jabs at me. This is... Oh. I guarantee that there are no more jabs at you absolutely no more bum grape jokes come on okay, let's, okay. let's finish this off yeah this cream is a all right all right okay okay this cream is applied using your fingers to your dank bottom hole and within minutes that itchy burning pain and bleeding i dante rodriguez suffer from whenever i game or my lardy ass rudy what what you are almost done come on finish it off finish it off man come on <sighs> the itchy burning pain will be gone or your money back just go to the website Anusol and enter the voucher name Dante Rodriguez has an itchy bloody piles to get your 10% off your first batch. Is that the real voucher number? Come on. They, they insisted, Dante. They insisted. So do what? To do that and think of me whenever you wipe your piles away. Me, Dante Rodriguez, who has big farmer giles that bleed and itch like mad. Even right now. F*** you, Rudy. And that's a take. Welcome everybody to the Jambags Gaming Podcast with myself, the big sellout for the pile cream, Dante Rodriguez, and my esteemed colleague, uh, Mr. Rudy Manchego. Hello, Rudy. And uh, we've had quite a big month at uh, the Jambags Gaming Podcast. We've done some crossover events with some of our, let's say, fiercest rivals who just happen to be good mates of ours, those people at Any Button Gaming. Uh, who have allowed us on to their podcast, even though they heard our podcast and it still didn't put them off. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think one of the comments from, uh, I think, Mike on the podcast uh, was that it was a show. And mm. yes, yes, thank you. I, we think that's probably... Um, that's about the nicest I, thing anyone's ever said about our content. Yeah, it's Canadian. I imagine that's a, good, that's a good thing. So yeah, we are a show. We probably put that on our branding. Yeah, we, we made a Canadian call us a shit. I mean, aren't they super polite normally? I mean, the thing you want to do as a content creator is evoke is evoke some kind of you know reaction in your listener um, or, or your viewer, and, and I think we've wow. I mean, wow. I mean, yeah. Oof. No, we, we we nailed it. I think by the sound of it. Yeah, so uh, for any anyone out there who thinks they don't get quite enough of us on this podcast that you listen to, then you can go to Any Button Gaming on YouTube or on Spotify or any other good podcast host and take a listen. It's You can even see our beautiful faces. Um, well, they did it on video, didn't they? They did. We're on video on YouTube. So um, in our backgrounds looking, you know, chilled, relaxed. Um, Aren't we just all very hairy, all of us? Yes, we are. I mean, we're all we're all... In that lockdown era of still not quite, you know, um, 
you know, getting rid of the facial hair or, or, or just yeah. tending to ourselves at all. I don't think um, right now I'm <laughs> sat here literally in some leaves covered in mud and poo because um, I haven't yeah. washed or showered in weeks since, since that podcast, in fact. No, we, we really should have gone for that manscaping sponsorship instead, shouldn't we? In retrospect, yeah, and they seem to be sponsoring any old They so, really do. Yeah, I mean, I've seen manscaping coming everywhere, and I, I, don't, I didn't realise manscaping was a thing that I had to worry about. But according to that advert, I do need to worry about it. Mm, yeah, no, I've, I've never worried about it till I saw the advert telling me I had to worry about it. Exactly, and that's and that's a sign of a good advert. So yeah, so that's been that's been quite fun, hasn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. as we've done that, uh, you might even see some more of our contributions popping up on the any any button gaming websites. So check um, check our social media feeds out for that. Um, so yeah, it was cool. It was quite interesting to be on someone else's podcast and um, and actually talking about games. That was weird, wasn't yeah. it? That was strange. Like like we weren't making it up and and coming up with news that uh, that isn't real or is kind of slightly based in reality, but mostly just stupid. It was actually talking about what we thought about games and sort of our gaming history, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's refreshing. We actually talked. I wouldn't say we talked sense, but we we, <laughs> we, we spoke real words for once, mm. and um, I'm pretty proud of that. Anyway, how have you been doing? What have you been up to gaming-wise? I am still working my way through Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I know you're, uh, you, you finished on that one, but I've uh, I finally I got to the snowy bit, and I'm not, not too far from the end, I don't think. So, uh, so yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I think uh, you know, there is a lot of truth to the whole open-world fatigue. I mean, this is coming from someone who completed every single bit of uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's, uh, you know, I've maybe found, found it a little bit... Uh, a little bit slower, maybe sort of a t- time to start looking at different styles of games rather than open world games with crafting elements. But uh, it's such a beautiful game, I, I really want to see it through to the end. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I ended up, I did myself a disservice. I went for the 100% on it because it seemed doable, and it is doable. Mm. But it just it dragged out that open world fatigue even more into the kind of checklist thing, like, oh, I need to go here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Uh, rather than just kind of going through the pace. I really enjoyed the story. I love the combat. It's, it's a really good game, but... Yeah, it's put me off. I've got other games like Days Gone, which is you know heavily you mm. know, recommended by our friends at Anybody uh, Gaming, and I'm sure it's a good game. But the idea of doing another open worlder, you know, right now is just a bit like, ee. you know, it's yeah. not the game's fault, no, I, but I, I just I, feel I that there's nothing new. Yeah, I don't feel the I don't feel the open world genre has evolved too much over this generation, particularly since The Witcher Three. Yeah, um, no, I think that's kind of the pinnacle, really, isn't it? The, yeah, the I mean, the, the only game I can think of that's really gone in a different direction is Breath of the Wild, um, Zelda Breath of the Wild, because mm-hmm. um, it evokes a very different kind of experience. Um, but even so, you know, it's still a large open world where you traipse across it, you know what I mean, without, yeah. you know, where you choose when to progress a story, and there's a lot of weaknesses with that. But but hey, uh, no, it was a good got a game, I enjoyed it. Um, no, I'm glad I, that I got, I got envious of your copy and bought mine as well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Uh, I've uh, since I finally finished Dishonored two. I think uh, Dishonored: Death of the Outsider is co- probably coming up for me for me next. Uh, I think that's probably the perfect antidote for a big open world game. Is is kind of a, a slightly smaller uh, uh, sort of stealth action type games. Even though the environments are quite open, you, you've got a lot of choice in there. It's not like you're just wandering off. You've got you know, somewhere to get to and, and and something to do when you get there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like that that kind of new thing, which is uh, sort of like linear open world where you have spaces yes. that you can choose how to progress. But ultimately, you're not just you. The story follows a linear progression, so you can't just pick up and choose when you do it. Go to it. It's just that you can do it. So that's the kind of format that the Last of Us Part Two took, than um, the last two Uncharted games did as well. And I quite like that because you get a bit of best best of both worlds, which is you know you can plow ahead with the story or you can choose to examine the world. I like it anyway. So yeah, yeah. What are you playing at the minute? Uh, playing a couple of games. I'm playing Carrion on Xbox Game Pass. So it's an indie game where you take the role of um, a monster that breaks out of a lab that kind of is a big blob tentacles thing that um, reddens and rips anything apart in front of it and absorbs their body and grows bigger the more mm. that you eat. And uh, it's cool. an interesting yeah. game. It's about, it is cool. The only, I've got only one gripe with it, which is that um, the sensation of like, the movement in it is amazing. It's so smooth. It's this kind of tentacle beast that kind of like climbs off walls and stuff like that. It's really cool to move. And it's really cool to just like grab some of the tentacle. But ultimately the, the map is just, there's no map in it. And it's a bit of a Metroidvania. So there's a lot of backtracking, and it becomes quite 
confusing a little bit in places. I've been a bit like, I spent a good 10 minutes going, where am I going? And I'm pretty good at <laughs> Metroidvanias. So, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. And the other game I'm playing at the moment is Disco Elysium. So, um, yeah, ah, nice. Now, we, we played that at EGX, didn't we? And, uh, we did. And got some really good press. It is it's a bit, I'm probably only about a quarter of the way, quarter to a third of the way through it. But it mm. is one of the best games I've ever played, without a doubt. It is awesome. I'm absolutely hooked on it. Put it this way: when I'm a third of the way through the game and I buy the soundtrack, you know <laughs> that it's good, you know that it's, it's it's got me somewhere, you know, deep inside. Um, so yeah, really enjoying yes. that. You know, I, I could my mind could change on it, but to be honest, it's not really about the, just the world and the um, and the writing in it. It's so dense. The writing, um, it's what just um, so, what format um, are you playing? It on? It, they put a, you can play on most. Um, PCs. I've even put out like an update where I can play on really sort of low power PCs and, and Macs. Um, so it's not too demanding. So give it a go. So anyway, yeah, that's what I've that's what I've been playing, Dante. Um, awesome. No, that sounds good. I might uh, check that out at uh, at some point. I mean, there's a few of those games that yeah. we played at EGX that I'm uh, that I've uh, that I've bought and haven't got around to playing it. Like the the occupation, I was going to give a go to as well. I've got that uh, in my backlog. <laughs> this has turned into a backlog yeah. blue balls bit, hasn't it? Uh, so I, have, I have as well. I keep meaning to go to it. Um, I've got that, but yeah, this is definitely one of those games that's lived up to the hype. Um, and once you get over the first hour of getting used to the systems, it's good. It's it's really really good. So um, we've got a pretty uh, jam packed <laughs> uh, podcast today. Particularly news. There's after the after the kind of slow news of you know lockdown and stuff like that, with the world sort of falling around, stuff starting to pick up. So should we just move straight into our news? I think it is time to go to From the Jam Bags. Welcome back, Jam Baggers. We are doing From the Jam Bags. This is our news segment. And wow, stuff's getting gripping. Um, we've got a lot, right, Dante? Yeah, no, there's a lot going on. I mean, you wouldn't think there's quite so much going on with uh, lockdown, seemingly like that sort of no gaming news, but it's, it really does seem like uh, this has been quite a, a juicy month. So uh, what have you got yeah. for us first, Rudy? I've got I've got the big story, which is which is big. And I want to be quite clear wholly unexpected how this has developed here so epic games this is the makers of um, the unreal engine and games like gears of war but more importantly the big old milky cash cow that is um, Fortnite, um are now in a showdown with two of the giants of the tech industry google and apple stay there and it well, yeah, Stadia as well. Yeah, Google Stadia are in that as well. And this is the showdown that, you know, seemingly nobody wanted, but just it just seemed to happen. It just seemed, to, I don't know where it came from. You see, Epic, the small indie studio with a net worth of $17.3 billion of net equity, has had no choice. And I inf- this is, I've written this down in capitals, don't say, no mm, choice yeah. but to shouting take on it, the... Shouting it out. Yeah, but to take on the evil... Again, that's also capitalised, bullies of Apple and Google over Fortnite. You see, it uh. turns out that Epic, who have a small and what I understand to be semi-popular game called Fortnite, not to be confused with PUBG, um, and also the crazy... Which is what we call engine, a two-week period of time, isn't it? It is indeed. And also the crazy Unreal Engine, which is apparently used occasionally in some games, but not any big ones. Um, we're getting potentially illegally shafted. Because huh. Apple and Google physically demand, you know, with violence, that anyone who uses their app store gives them 30% of the money, which is an awful lot, and something that Epic had no idea about when they signed the contract with them three or four years before. So this is something that, you know, clearly being a very small um, developer that uh, Epic are, that, you know, you know, no one's already heard of them before. Um, no, no, nobody they, at all. They can't afford that. So when they realise they Yeah, they're they so signed, hard up for money, they're, they're, really, uh, they're really stuck for it, aren't they? Yeah, you know, holding one there, Dante. So mm. after realised what they've been signing up for and paying for for the last few years was, and became a complete surprise to them, and only making a few billions out from the app stores, they had to do a sudden and completely unexpected turnabout and give players the opportunity to liberate themselves by paying them directly for in-game currency items in the game. 
So, you know, obviously this flies in the face of the cruel and cowardly contracts that Apple and Google had tricked Epic Ugh, those into bastards. signing mm-hmm, and paying for. And they've now flexed their evil corporate muscles and banned Fortnite from their app store. Ooh. Okay. So this has thrown the Fortnite community uh, just into carnage and made Epic, and I've stressed this, had no choice but to launch a very last minute and desperate bid to keep their billions of billions of dollars um, uh, with hashtag free Fortnite and, um, and had to hastily throw together a lavishly expensive cinematic advert that was beautifully rendered. And I mean... You mm. know, that to do that at the last minute because I had no no idea this was going to happen or this would no, be the no, um, this would be no the outcome. Idea at all. It's, it's almost like they they managed to produce it overnight, and uh, you know they must have really put the midnight all in there. It's not like they could have possibly had it uh, pre prepared and, and knew exactly what they were doing or anything. Absolutely not. And I mean, I just think everyone's just shocked that you know. I think Epic shocked that they were just trying to stand up for the little guy, you know, mm. the average, the average gamer, you know, and actually since there's mainly kids that play Fortnite, literally little people, um, you know, they're a small business that everyone's, it's, you know, going through a recession, guys, it's, it's difficult times, just trying to make their way, being tricked for several years into this contract, sure. then, you know, all of a sudden deciding they were going to fight back and then having to come up with this cool um, hashtag t-shirts, logos and uh cinematic trailer that parodies an apple advert from the 1980s like that like overnight dante and i mean i mean this is just you know david and goliath isn't it really it's it's, it really it's, is. it's, it's robin hood versus you know the cowardly king john and the sheriff in Nottingham. i mean it's just yeah it's just oh, you know I, I feel for epic and i hope i hope they win against those you know evil guys that trick them yeah no i'm 100 percent on who is it again epics epic side yeah yeah 100 yeah, no, yeah. if if they would rather sponsor us than the anus or queen because i don't want to do that again um uh, well they haven't got they haven't got the money now because they've got this legal action they spent all their money you know burn the midnight oil to get a, to get a really lavish trailer out you mean they've you mean they've only got a few billions left Boy, yeah they can't i can't waste that on you know the literal peanuts that we charge <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, that would make us quite comfortable and able to do this podcast more professionally if if, if they did. Not that you know, they're going to be listening and t- listening to my plea at all. Anyway, you've got something for us now, Dante. I do, I do, I good do. Good old DP friends. <laughs> yes, good, our good old friends at DP Digital Paintings. Uh, well, this is kind of a, a group effort, really. It also includes some of those fine people at Hacktivision Snowstorm. Um, Essentially, it's it's all about moving into the new generation of, uh, of hardware and software, and it appears that both Digital Paintings and Hacktivision Snowstorm will be charging more for their next-gen games. Uh, details of the next Shoot Shooty Bang Bang Hot Lead games have emerged, and Hacktivision casually just mentioned at the end of the announcement that there's going to be some additional costs if you get the next-gen version. So on Ooh, top okay. of yeah no it's it's you know it, not like these other ones like uh, smart delivery like Xbox where uh, you've got the 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 old version and they'll just give you the new version for for free for nothing which is again quite looking forward to that with uh, with Cyberpunk when that uh, comes around but uh, for this one for the shooty shooty bang bang hot lead I just like saying that I'm going to keep saying that. Uh, you have to pay a little bit extra. So on top of the price for the uh, current gen version, you have to pay an additional ten bucks on top. So it's going to cost you ten mm-hmm. bucks more. Uh, coins that you've got lying around your house from another country, so euros or dollars, depending on which country you're from, uh, or any coin that's dated before the 1980s uh, can work. Uh, you have to provide that as well. You have to provide a Happy Meal or equivalent delivered to either Rand Morbucks or Barry Gofer private estate so those are the um, those are the ceos aren't they of, of dp and hacktivision just to just yes hacktivision yes uh, barry Gutbuck is the very well known and uh, publicized uh, ceo of hacktivision and yes we've had rand more bucks on our show more times than i care to imagine i'm surprised we haven't been uh, you know, kind of taken off air because of all of his uh, his his mm. hijinks and stuff but yeah uh, we, we have yet to interview barry gofuck though do we no, it's, we'll work on that. I think for for a future, for a future, for a future episode. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Yeah, and uh, along with that, it's you have to provide a pint of blood and one of your teeth, or someone else's if you can find some. So all these uh, these things have been added to the cost of the next-gen versions of Shooty Shooty Bang Bang Hot Lead, and uh, apparently this is going to become the industry standard next year when the next-gen is in full swing. All the other companies will be doing it just because the big boys are. So my question to you, Dante, um, as someone that, you know, you're... You're up for next gen. You're hoping to get a Xbox Series X. I am. Um, you know, shoot, shoot, bang, bang, hot lead. Yes. Are you going to be paying the extra money, getting that pint of blood, and knocking out one of your teeth? Um, well, my kids will be coming up to kind of tooth fairy age soon enough, so I'll use one of theirs. Ah, oh, that's fair. That's, that's actually quite a good idea. Mine aren't, but you know, accidents happen, don't they? So, yes. No, they, they yeah. run into doors all the time. If I leave a couple of cricket bats around, you know, I'm sure something you know, nature <laughs> will run its course. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just the way things are going to be, and I guess we as consumers have got to accept that that if we want to want next gen, we've got to literally give our body parts. Which yeah, is the only thing we've got to do. Yeah, there's nothing we can Seems do. Reasonable to me. All right, Rudy, mm-hmm. you have uh, something about uh, another upcoming game that was in beta recently. Yeah, and it's interesting actually. First of all, I want to say, you, do you say beta or beta? Um, I think when I'm talking about beta testing, I, I, I talk about I, I do talk about an, an open beta for some reason. Yeah, but, I talk uh, about beta. If I'm talking about almost anything else, I would say beta. Yeah, I always say beta, and I, I think that I've, I've picked up a bad habit there. But anyway, um, as you said, this game's been in beta, beta, booter, um, beta, beta, a booter. Um, <laughs> it's not Canadian. Shh. Yeah, and so it's, it's it's coming out soon. It's it's a big big name title, but this is um, a new brawler, superhero themed from a very big uh, you know big sort of superhero franchise, uh, Revengers, uh, semicolon uh, lack of effort. Um, well, they held their open beta over the last few months, and reactions have been you know I'm going to be honest, they've been mixed you know to the game. Um, now, game developer developer Box Penis has come under fire for essentially taking you know what some have said is a standard co-op brawler. You know, very standard genre, and turning that into mm. an online looter shooter model that works so well for games like Anthem and Destiny Two, which Ooh, have no you problems d- whatsoever. Yeah, you don't want to compare yourself to Anthem, really, do you? Uh, or Division Two, or Destiny, yeah. or Battleborn, or uh, uh, the Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, Breakwind. Yeah. Breakwind. Um, so you know, details of the monetization have yet to be revealed, but we all know it's coming. Um, but you know, we know it's coming. We know it's coming. That this whole game's of, of you know, um, Revenge's lack of effort's going to be stuffed to the um, to the yeah. I don't it's it's going to be a it. corporate cash grab, isn't it? Um, but we are starting to see those sponsor, corporate sponsorship details leaking out a little bit. So, for example, once you bought the base game, you know, which is going to release at standard cost, you can for very reasonable fifteen ninety nine, you can give. All the heroes, so you know, um, all the main mainline heroes, a Walmart themed outfit, um, complete with a big Walmart star right in the middle of everyone's asses. Um, and <laughs> that wasn't enough to add another layer of it. You can turn all their weapons um, or accoutrements of their outfit into subway sandwiches uh, that you club each other with. Um, oh! <laughs> and if you pay a bit more, you can also um, make those a foot long. So they start off as a, as a six, six inch, inch six inch foot long. Do the foot long, actually, um, yeah. Pay a little bit more, you can get it warmed up. Ooh, um, toasted. It moves, you can get it toasted, yeah. And obviously it depends. So, for example, you pay a little bit more. You know, If you pay the basic rate, you can get a very plain ham salad, you know, uh, um, six inch. But you pay a bit extra, you can get the foot long meatball marinara with extra cheese on top. Um and oh. some cookies on the side. Uh, can you throw? Can you throw the meatballs at the, at the, at the other Avengers? And... Yeah, absolutely. You can. I mean, they're the, the yours. Once you bought from this, is the beauty of um, capitalism. Once you bought it, it's yours to dispose of how you want it. Now they don't last very long, like a real subway. So you have to keep buying them. Um, but also, if you pay for actually, you get cookies, you get a drink, um, and you get one of those little green baskets. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, that's just and that's just that's just two of the corporate deals that have been announced before it goes up. They're, they're thinking about lining up that there'll be similar sponsorship deals for McDonald's, Burger King, um, Anusol. They're getting on it as well. They're, oh. they're spending a lot. Um, uh, well, you have to manscape your character, and in, 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 you know you have to take Tony Stark and and manscape his balls a little bit. I well, I mean, yeah, and I think for a very long mini game, you have to to manscape the Hulk, um, <laughs> and that's is not going to make him happy. It's going to be a difficult job. So, yeah, there's an awful mm. lot of um, corporate sponsorship just oozing out of um, Revengers' lack of effort. And, 
I've got to say, I think it's going to potentially sink this sink this new superhero uh, franchise opener. Uh, th- there's been enough people online talking about uh, about this particular game and with sort of wor- very worried looks on their faces, uh, thinking that it's going to be just opening the door to, to so much corporate uh, corporate problems that it's going to make it a not very enticing prospect. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some diehard Marvel fans and. Yeah, I would usually consider myself that if if all these reports weren't weren't quite so uh, weren't quite so heinous sounding, uh, I, I would probably be be getting a game game like this. But just everything about it makes me worry now. I'll be honest. Yeah, this game, um, if this was a single player focused, um, you know, brawler, I'd be fine with that. Um, you know, like Spider Man, um, Marvel Spider Man, or yeah. Batman Arkham games, I'd be a day one for this. Even if the game didn't turn out to be amazing, I'd be like, well, it's, it tells a competent, you know, storyline. I'd be happy with it. But I, I just, I don't like life. I like a beginning, middle, and end to my stories. I like things to have a story. I don't like the constant stuff I've got to do mm. all the time. I've got a job. I don't, I get that every day. I want to feel like I'm getting somewhere. It does sound like busy work, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay, I'll say final news story, but this is another biggie for us. So, um, so, you want to hit it? Yes. All right. Okay. So this is a, a big one again. Also covering a little bit on the lines of corporate sponsorship. But uh, okay. So quite a few of you will be well aware of the uh, the very popular uh, streaming service Twatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twatch yeah. streamers are furious about uh, online bots being used to promote uh, latest offers from from UK burger chain uh, Wimpy's during their online streams. Mm, yeah, I've seen a bit of this. Cause some hoo ha. I mean, obviously. Twatch is a massive platform. It's mopped up um, from uh, Ninja, which was um, Microsoft's uh, attempted. That platform. was the one they so, shut down on. on, on yeah, yes, so Ninja. a lot of a lot of a lot of Ninja um, streamers moved over to Twatch, um, which well, is Twatch natural, is pretty huge, really. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty wide space. that it can fit quite a lot of people in, can't it? Really, depending mm. on whatever you, whatever you want to show off, you can only fit that into Twatch. Yeah, no, and there's people that seem to use Twatch not even for just games, but. And talking about TV shows they like and that, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, uh, you, know, you know, yeah, yeah. No, I know our, our uh, I'd say friend of the podcast. I'm pretty sure he took a shout on my lawn the other week. But uh, Salty Tears Inflictor gave us a quote about it uh, when he mm-hmm. was uh, when we gave him a just because he's someone we know. I didn't particularly want to talk to him, but uh, okay. Uh, but he gave us an, an on the air quote uh, about it, which I'm just going to hit play on now. The last thing I need when I'm trying to totally brilliantly amazing game skill teabag someone is that, that big old burger man popping up and telling people how much the Bender burgers cost. Frankly, their burgers don't give me the sustenance I need to defecate on all your losers' lawns, so I stay well the f*** away. Well, um... Okay, so... I, th- I think okay. there's probably more more about this because I, I spoke to him off the record for a mm-hmm. little bit uh, afterwards, and he did say that uh, he probably would have been okay with it if if Wimpy had had paid him some uh, some actual money just, uh, or given him a free rack of ribs or something like. That. He, he said he would have been been fine with it because you know streamers do rely on this corporate sponsorship to to make any money. Yeah, I mean, I f- I feel a little bit that the STI is playing to his audience there, which is the kind of you know being an awesome gamer anyone mm. else who isn't as awesome as him is a loser you're not a real gamer that kind of you know that kind of crowd and so for him to you know since he didn't get any kickback you know it's part of his style to go in there and you know and do that and defecate on someone's lawn yeah um that's what he that's what he does that's, i think mr you know, wimpy is going to get going to get some serious uh, some cur- some serious poo on his lawn uh, no, absolutely. at wimpy corporate headquarters wherever that is i don't know they'll be waking up to find a massive you know poo bender on their lawn um it's gonna be it's gonna be harsh yeah. Um, no, what, are you, sure what are your what are your what are your salty tears? Yeah, what are your thoughts? I mean, I mean, uh, Twitch streaming is you know is a big deal now. Um, it draws in millions of viewers. Um, everyone's you know glued to the, to, to Twitch, and um, you know as, as you said, lots of people are into it. People are doing it for different things, not just yeah. gaming now, but comedians, you know, performers. Particularly now, everyone's sort of locked down or, or can't get out as much. So I mean, yeah. What? What? How do you feel about such a such a big industry? Well, I mean, it could be my my complete lack of understanding or total ignorance about about Twitch streaming and on Twitch in general. But uh, my thought is to salty. Just go get your real f- job, mate, and you know you don't have to worry about Whoa. shit like this. Whoa, Dante! These these people might be listening to us. Um, these Twitch streamers might be listening to us right now, and um, um, I I would like to say that from Jamax's perspective is that we think that streaming on Twitch is hard hard thing to do we 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 purposely don't do it because we would um 
No, we, we'd be terrible you know, at it. Yeah, us and Twatch don't go well together. Um, so no, 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 we're, we're terrible with know. Twatch. So, but anyway, yeah, but uh, but for salty tears, definitely get a job. You can, <laughs> yeah, that that guy, he, he's yeah, thrown off the rest so many. Of you, yeah. the, re- the rest of you, t- um, the rest of you guys who are, you know, um, have know. making a community out of, search, of streaming and getting some people people to support you and uh, really bringing people well, together. I really do respect. Uh, uh, streamers, no matter how much I might badmouth them on this podcast, uh, yeah, I think think they do a, a, a pretty cool job. It's just that it's it's not something that I would know how to do or or would necessarily get involved with too much myself. But I know a lot of people get a lot out of it, and uh, you know, keep up the good work. Yeah, being Dante just think that the Arsenal to watch don't mix. No. Okay, then not. shall we? Um, we've got a pretty exciting segment coming up, so should we get into it? Yeah. No. Let's uh, let's make that call. Hello, Jam Baggers. We are at our Developer Jam segment where we get to talk to someone from the gaming industry, normally uh, an executive or a creative director uh, or someone who's involved in creating games <clears throat> of some description. In this month's Developer Jam, we have managed to, to book a, a full teleconference with the entire Bubisoft creative department. That's right. This is the team uh, that brought you the Stabbers Code series, which everyone knows who follows the Instagram that I'm a, a big fan of. Uh, the, the Long Shriek games, uh, kind of the, the stealth action open world, well they're all stealth action open world games, every single Bubisoft game, but never mind. Uh, we've got the Tom Preeclampsia's Ghost Wind series, um, the, the, the Shit Drivers, the, yeah, that one like that, yeah, all those those Bubisoft games, that, they've been done there. They're one of the, the biggest voices in the AAA market, and and we're going to talk to the, to the creative team now, so I'm... Um, Got the, the the teleconference. I'm going to use use the old Zoom here, and I'm going to call them up here, and hopefully, yeah, I can hit ring in. Yeah, co-connecting, allow me in. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, here we. Hey there. Hey, hello. Uh, thanks for for. Yeah, hey, th- thanks for dialing into the call. We here at Jam Bags. Uh, I mean, I know some bad stuff been going on lately, but generally, you know, I'm, I've been a big fan of your games over the years, and it's such an honour to talk to the creative team at uh, at Bubisoft. I mean, you've put some some fantastic games out there. The whole the creative output, the direction of the whole team. It's it's brilliant to be talking to a publisher who's got multiple worldwide studios and made games that have made millions of pounds, dollars, and whatever other currency that the countries that they're sold in. So, thank you very much. Uh, uh, hello, hello, hello. Oh, sorry. Uh, I t- probably should have saved that till I knew who I was talking to. Hey, uh, sorry. Could you put me through to the the Bubisoft creative team, please? Um. Uh, yes. Uh, speaking. Mm. Oh. Okay. That's that's great. Uh, I mean, is everybody there? Can Can everyone in the room hear me? Um. Uh, just Just me. I'm afraid. Just 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 me. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. So, okay. So, who, so, who's this? Who, who am I talking to? Uh, it, it, it's Colin. Uh, Colin. Colin Smith. I'm an intern here at Bubisoft. Uh, been working in the office for the last three or four weeks now. I think. Okay. okay. So, is there a, a problem, Colin? Did, did, did I catch you on a bad day? We, I was expecting to be talking to the to the entire team. I mean, just by the the the, the basic count, that has to be at least eight people, right? Um. Yeah. Just. Just me, I'm afraid. You see, uh, I mean, I used to just come in and really to make the teas, coffees, and, and take notes, and, and occasionally get touched. But um, as I'm the only one, it seems I'm all that's left of the creative team at the moment here at Bubisoft. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, so what do you mean you're all that's left? What, I mean, what about Hergé Le Monde? Uh, according to our work intranet, uh, Hergé has retired suddenly with full pay benefits. Retired? He's he's like only a couple of years older than me. He's like forty, early forties, according to my Wikipedia page. Is something wrong? Uh, I'm not sure, to be honest. I mean, um, our HR department in the uh, in the memo did say that he wanted to spend more time with his family and children. So I don't know. Okay, well, again, not that Wikipedia is right about everything, but but Wikipedia does say he's. A single man with with no children. It certainly doesn't mention anything in his family section. Mm, not, um, 
I'd probably have to ask him that. I mean, the HRT were, were pretty insistent. It was definitely not because he was a serial abuser of female staff and a bully to everyone, just he wanted to spend more time with his kids, I, I suppose. Those kids that, that are fabrications and don't exist? Uh, yeah, those are the ones. Okay, right. Okay, what about everyone else? I mean, is, is David Dongleur there, the, the VP for the new IP? Uh, also retired on full pay uh, to spend time with his family. Okay, well, let me... I don't want to... I don't have the energy to go to Wikipedia for another one of these monsters. Does he have a family? Probably not. Uh, okay. What about Samuel Touchyfingers? Helen Coverup? Christophe Intolerant? Uh, anyone still there? Uh, let's see. In, in order that you've just spoken there, uh, retired on administrative leave, and I believe uh, Christophe is on a drug binge in a strip club in Montmartre as part of his retirement party. He's on retirement party now too? Uh, okay. Yeah, well, he's been on the retirement party for six days now. I think the CEO's with him, to be honest. Okay, oh, okay, okay. So is all this to do with the recent controversy of decades-long abuse, intimidation, abu- uh, inappropriate behaviour, and general shitfuckery well i mean um well before she went on leave i, I did get one thing from helen Coverup, who's uh head of hr she left me a quick note i'm just gonna just gonna get yeah so um here's what here's what it says uh don't let them and tell them nothing anyway we didn't do anything bad or touch no one so don't mention it and those staff members who left or mysteriously disappeared probably did so for other reasons they were disloyal and cucks you should just focus on all the awesome and creative ideas that the creative team i.e you have to drive our next generation success story so i suppose that's probably what i've got to do in the rest of this this call thank you okay that's you know you kind of said that quiet part loud and the loud part yeah, never mind anyway if this is what helen cover up said I, I suppose we have no choice but to believe her and all the press releases yeah that totally makes sense so 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 what are the ideas of the creative team or, or you as it is now well i know i know sergey uh, before he's about to go spend time with his fictional children um was keen to highlight the latest Stabbers Code game, the one with the, the Vikings with the big spiky helmets in it um, and yeah. the, the choppy choppy sword thing. So we could maybe talk about that. I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, it looks great. I've been looking forward to it because, you know, I'm a big fan of the other Stabbers Code one. I'm not sure quite how the original Stabbers Code games get as far as Vikings, but hey, whatever. Uh, but, but what other new things are planned for the future? As in, what, what's the next game past Stabbers Code? Um, you mean sorry? You meant you want me to tell well, tell tell you? I, I would like the creative team to say it. Yes. Um. Okay. Uh. Well. Um. How about I don't know. Um. How about something with um with pirates? People people like pirates, don't they? They can go like, uh, you can fire cannons and and things. Okay, yeah, no, 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 I, I I, have seen, like, a teaser for Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes, your upcoming pirate simulator that's not just, you know, Black Flag, Stabber's Code with the, with the Stabber's Cody bit taken out. Oh, yeah, we are doing that one, aren't we? Um, well, what, what about um, something with a, um, um, a dinosaur that can talk? Okay, that, that's interesting. So, so... What kind of game? What sort of genre of game would that fit into? Uh, genre? What? Yeah, yeah. What, what style of game would it be? First person, third person, adventure game? Uh, it would be? Uh, it would be a. It would definitely be a big one with lots of them graphics and music and the things that people like in games. Okay, so what would the what would the player do in this game that's next on the oh, list? Oh, um, they would. They're a dinosaur, so they would have to break out of a theme park, and then they, because obviously they can, as I said, they can talk. That you need to use your speech to escape the island on a dinosaur-sized boat. Right. So it's a survival game. Could be. Could be. Um, it's very, very, very early days yet on that Ooh. one yeah no it's mm. nice to have this uh, 
behind the curtain look at what, what's going on over there and what's uh, what's next on your slate. So what else can we expect? Uh, uh, how about a game about some yellow like mouth thing that eats dots and ghosts and bleeps around? Maybe. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Pac-Man, aren't you? No, no. Um, sorry, I meant a secret organization of stabby assassins who are trying to form an evil organization. We could do one of those games pretty quickly, I reckon. Yeah, well, we already talked about that, the, 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 the Vikings-y one, the Stabber's Code. Yeah, you're already making that, and you've already talked oh, about it. Um, oh, what about uh, an open-world shooter where there's an eccentric bad guy and um, you yeah. stealth around and fire bows and arrows and craft things and, and kill quite a lot of innocent wildlife? Yeah, so again, you're, you're talking about the fairly well-established long shriek games that, that you guys make. Yeah, um, yeah, well, we do we, we could do that one quite quickly, though. Uh, okay, look, um, uh, what's the time? Uh, why don't, give me a second, um, what about an, an, in, an intern called, called Colin, who is promoted without experience, um, of his means and he has to work out how to escape a corporate skyscraper and the clutches of an awkward interview all because he works for an organization who is morally bankrupt wait you mean bye Actually, that that last game sounded fun, like Die Hard meets Disclosure or something. That sounded pretty good. And that brings us to the end of another of the Jam Bags monthly gaming podcast. Thank you all for listening to our show, and uh, okay. we end the uh, we end the podcast with uh, questions from listeners. Uh, we've got a couple this month. So, uh, uh, first one we've got is from a Grimeord, and Grimeord mm-hmm. has asked, "Have we played Fall Guys yet?" Um, so, for those not in the know, Fall Guys is the new online battle royale game. That is taking the world by storm and major corporations as well, where you pay as a little is it a bean? I think it is. Um so, tolls yeah. around. Something and cute. It's kind of a yeah, it's something cute. You wobble around basically doing some kind of like, you know, Takeshi's castle kind of thing, but the idea Total being is wipe it's, out or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You wipe out and you get the last one win it. And everyone's streaming it, everyone is loving it. But we haven't played it, have we? And it, there's there's some reasons no. for that, Dante. Um the first well, one is probably yeah. that it's it's popular. And, it's popular, yeah, which is why you. I don't play Fortnite as well. Um, so no, we haven't played. And the other reason is that, look, um, look, Grimmy, I'm going to call you Grimmy. I don't mind if you, are, if, and if you like that name or not. We, we're 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 bearing down on forty. Yeah, we're okay. getting there, aren't we? We have been locked down for a while with nothing but um, junk food, and we don't really have much hand-eye coordination at the best of times. So when we see these little beans, that are like these little blobby creatures flopping and wobbling around, it really reminds me of trying to go to the toilet on a Friday night after a couple of pints. And I just don't need to be reminded of that in my time of life. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, getting from you know the chair that I work in back to the chair that I sit and do nothing in for the rest of the evening is, is you know starting to be quite uh, precarious and this game is just a little bit too on the nose a little bit too close yeah. to home i mean we're, we're quite in my life. yeah we're you know obviously it's been a difficult year to we we're quite happy playing a game like you know the last of us you know um part two where we you know, go around in a pandemic and stabbing people but um big wobbly um inflatable guys falling over is just just hits us where it hurts it's just it's, it's too just depressing bit, for us it's a bit too realistic yeah absolutely so Hopefully, um, um, Grimblar, that that's, um, that's answered <laughs> your question. Um, Dante, you've got another question for us. Another question from, uh, from one of our fans, Starbuck. Uh, Starbuck has asked, uh, do we need an, an intern for the podcast to work at Jambags HQ uh, that will take payment in biscuits? I mean, there's two parts for me. First of, all, first of all, Dante, let's hear from you. Let's hear what your thoughts are. What, what's okay, your well, we're, we're, the, we're the hiring panel here I, I think we my, both my, accept we need an intern right 
Well, yeah, no, I mean, with the sheer amount of work that we've got, I mean, the, the amount of effort that we put into this podcast and definitely don't come up with our ideas 20 seconds before we hit record, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's getting to be quite a lot of uh, stress and strain. So an intern would be, uh, would be quite useful. My main problem here, and I think you've got a slightly different one to me, but my main problem is that Jambags HQ is entirely fictional and uh, that we record between and there's not an actual building that we go to to record in as much as we might try and give that illusion yeah so i've just i've just bleeped, it would be I've difficult just, i have just bleeped out the the fact that you're giving away our locations um but we live in two <laughs> different parts of the country um um just because there are people that we owe money to and uh, it's awkward but um, oh, yeah and those those alt-right guys they they really didn't like that last that segment but uh, where we didn't green light their game yeah um so yes i mean you've got to yes there are some practical problems i think um which is that there is no headquarters um so there's no place to actually come work for us we we do want an intern but that Mm. intern would have to divide themselves across the country um and serve as equally at the same time so there would be a logistical challenge for them there um but my main concern isn't that Dante. it's actually the payment oh really yeah um this gets too much for you it's it's not about well Put it this way, you know me very well. We've, we've known each other for, for many, yes. many years. There are three things that I don't share. Yeah. One. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Love and emotions. Okay. I don't, True. I yeah, don't, no, I you're, don't you're, do that. You're I'm dead inside. Cold, especially on your wedding day. That was very much very so. Very cold. Um, two, cheese. Mm. Three, biscuits. Ooh. And I especially don't give away cheese and biscuits. Well, they are very closely linked, aren't they? Yeah. And they're kind of uh, um, symbiotic. You know, we were talking about four guys, us wobbling and flobbing around. The cheese and the biscuits is reasons why I'm like that. Mm. I, I, I could not, I mean, I would I would not uh, give biscuits away. Now, I would pay in uh, other stuff I've got laying around. My house is quite dusty. You can have some dust. Um, you know, there's definitely some green stuff in the fruit bowl that I won't be touching. So welcome to that. Um, but I, I could not accept such a such an expensive proposition as some biscuits. I'm just I'm just sorry, Starbuck. I, I'm sure you'd make a fantastic intern. I would love to have you at our fictional HQ. Um, but mm-hmm. um, I can't I can't pay in biscuits. I'm sorry. I won't I can't I won't negotiate on that. Did you pay in retro games and consoles? Because you got a few of them. So there are four things that I don't give away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's our last question? Our last question comes from the, I'm going to have to bleed this out as well, the f***ist Um mm-hmm. And they want, I think there's so a, many bleeps this, this month. There is you, quite a really lot. Yeah, this is you. a lot of editing. and it's Great, I've got a bank holiday weekend. So hey. this is um, one about next gen. Um, and it asks that, have you guys put down your orders or pre-orders for next gen consoles? And it's not as easy as that, is it, Dante? No, no. I mean, uh, I mean, you've obviously looked into the uh, the PlayStation. Uh, I mean, neither of them have released their prices yet or anything like that. But uh, yeah, as, as we keep mentioning on our podcast, but uh, uh, you're approaching it from the from the Sony perspective, and I've I've tried to make headway into it from from the Microsoft website. So, uh, I mean, it's it's a tricky landscape at the moment, isn't it? Or manscape as the uh, manscape. Yeah. Yeah, Please give us money. Yeah, we will. We, we will manscape Dante something chronic. <laughs> um, yeah. So for my for my experience here is that there's a lot of concerns. What with COVID, etc., that we, there won't be enough supply and demand. Sony have already said there will be, um, you know, far more limited supply at launch than you know some people would, would like because of um, the whole mm. you know the world gone to hell. Um, so what I have done is I have gone to their website and registered my interest in being able to register my interest in being able to put a pre-order um, down for a PlayStation yes. 5. So, and I'm on, but I wasn't quite quick enough. So I'm actually on the waiting list to register my interest, to register my interest, to be put, to be able to pre-order a PlayStation 5. So I'm on the list, but, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy about yourself. What, what have you got up to? Well, I've, I think I've actually had a little bit more success than that. I'm actually uh, meeting a guy behind the bins at, uh, at the big Asda on the other side of town uh, who mm-hmm. says he's going to sort me out with some X. I mean, I assume he meant Xbox Series X. Yeah. Yeah, is this the bloke that hangs out behind the old um, laser centre that we used to hang yeah, out? Yeah, my, my, my old friend Koki Makokasen. Yeah, that guy. 
Yeah, I mean, we've run in with Cakey McCakerson before, and um, well, it's a while you'll, ago. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get something. I think. <laughs> yeah, but no, it sounds you have more luck than I have. It's, it's good to know you're going to get the Xbox Series X uh, before it's even launched, by the sounds of it, because um, I've got, you know, I'm as far as I'm concerned. I think even my mom's going to get a PlayStation Five before me at this rate. Um, yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 there really doesn't seem to be a great deal. Uh, and and I mean, I was watching a commentator on YouTube about it today. I mean, they must know by now what they're going to charge for it, and they must know they they must be. I mean, we're, we're like a month away, a month and a half. Yeah, it's um, it's a, just a, it's a kind of who's going to blink first, isn't yeah. it? Kind of thing between Microsoft and. And uh, and Sony, and you only get one shot to make your launch, you know, sound good. Uh, I still think that's very true. I still yeah. think Sony have got something up their sleeve in terms of games or exclusives. I've got a feeling there's something just just waiting to drop that they're going to do as an announcement together to to do it. But um, we shall see. So yes, we uh, don't say you're going down the back by the back of an abandoned warehouse. You're going to get mm-hmm. some X. We assume yes. Series X from yes. our friend Koki McCokerson. Uh, and I am going to keep trying to register my interest. I'm still trying to get on the um, on go up the list to register my interest to register my interest to put a pre-order on a future release for a PlayStation Five. Yeah, no, I, I bet if I looked on the Microsoft website, I could do something as lame as that too. But uh, yeah, nothing that actually secures you a, a copy. So I'm going to go with my warehousey bin, my hey. stab me kind of guy. No judging from me. No judging from me. So I think that pretty much rounds out our podcast for this month, for this fair month. It does. Uh, so, uh, Rudy, where can people get in touch with us? Oh, I am glad you asked us. So you, the best place to get in touch with us is on the old socials. So you can find us um, as the as our, our primary uh, Twitter handle, which is at uh, jambags underscore UK, which is a branded one that I run. And uh, Dante, you can find him on... Dan Solo nine six. That's uh, at uh, at that, my Twitter handle. There, you can find uh, find us there. You can also find us on our Instagram account, which is at jambags underscore uk. Same as the uh, the main Twitter handle, but that one's run run by me and basically not done a great. I will I, I will start putting some of my Ghost of Tsushima stuff uh, on there because I've I've taken so many captures of that game. It's it's, it's unreal. Uh, so that's going to be going up uh, fairly soon. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's yeah. those main social areas. Also, the YouTube account you can find us. So if you search for Jam Bags on YouTube, you'll find the Jam Bags Gaming Podcast uh, YouTube channel, and our podcast gets uploaded there. Where have I missed, Rudy? It is missed. We are also on Facebook, which is another great way if you want to message us or DM us. Uh, and we're at um, Jam Bags UK. Um, if you want to search for that on there. And lastly, if you are listening to this podcast, but this podcast is available not just on YouTube, you can get it on Spotify. It is also available on Apple Podcasts and all good RSS feeds. Um, so you can subscribe to us through many podcast apps and download and listen to us. You know, Give it a go. Subscribe to us. If you are uh, listening to us on anything like Apple or Spotify, if you could subscribe or like the podcast or leave a review and a comment, makes a massive massive difference to um, our visibility and stuff like that so um yeah that would be fab i think we are spent yeah i mean did we actually have to shut down our website or was that a joke no but well, we did um oh. i i forgot to pay for it for a while and then have the cash <laughs> to get it before it and we lost the website so i've still got the domain name but i lost the site i still have the source file somewhere but i don't know if i, have, I think i've got the article somewhere but uh, yeah, that's my Oops. bad. Oops, a daisy. Yeah, well, to be honest, the analytics on it were well. We had a lot it's of just sp- you and me, wasn't it? We had a lot of spammy friends. <laughs> uh, I had, yeah. We had a lot of comments on Viagra. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Viagra and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, to be honest, I just thought I was a bit, bit lazy. But um, and uh, yeah. yeah He's also right at the start of, uh, start of lockdown. I was just like, I don't have the cash. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jambaggers, for listening to another Jambags Gaming Podcast. We look forward to hearing you, uh, hearing from you on the first Wednesday of next month uh, when we will have the October Jambags Gaming Podcast. See you then. Thanks for tuning in.
done say I've been listening back to podcasts from from this month, and I liked your interview. With, well, I was, to be honest, I said I liked it. I was expecting a little bit more from um, from your the Boobisoft interview. Oh, the Boobisoft yeah, segment, not, yeah. Not not, <laughs> not your fault, was, but not, I mean, um, not what I was I felt, expecting I felt, at all. No, there's. I felt bad for that Colin Smith guy. Um, yeah, you know, he's he, he just kind of left bag. holding the bag, hasn't he? Exactly, what I was going to say. Yeah, he's left holding the bag. There. What a you know, I mean, it seems like a nice guy. Have you got any? Did you manage to? Did you know? Did you manage to get back in contact with him, or do you find out where he went or anything? Uh, well, I, I I did try his his cell phone mobile kind of get changing every so often. I, th- I think. I mean, I heard the. Uh, it sounded like he left in the plane or something like that. I think uh, last time I I checked in on him, he he was in Canada. He was in Alberta, I think it was. Oh, let's have a quick look on um, LinkedIn. Just if I can bring him up on there. Hold on. Wow, Colin, head creative director for Bioware. Wow. So those guys are um those guys are struggling. Have you um has he got anything about his bio about what he's working on at the moment? Okay, let, let's let's bring yeah, so the game industry dot biz or something. Uh, okay, yeah, no, they they Okay, they're they're putting a strong pitch about a game about pirates, but you know, I think that's getting rejected and There's a talking um, dinosaur. Oh yeah, no, they're they're running. So they're calling it Dinosaur Age Inquisition. Well, that that does sound good, actually. Yeah, I'm totally going to buy that. So, well done, Colin. Nice. Well, I tell you what. Yeah, you know he has pulled himself up from a disastrous situation there, hasn't he? Oh yeah, no. What could go wrong at Bioware? 